Shut up and sit down. What is up, everybody? What is up? Welcome to episode 52 of the SDS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, guys. It's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What is going on, guys? Well, we fucked it up again. Jesus Hooray! Christ. Like, I don't, I don't, like it is deja vu. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Dude, it, it's, it's something like we had too good of a run, you know, for a while where we didn't have any technical errors. Yeah, so, so it's, it's it's coming back. It's basically everything post episode fifty is just down the shitter now. Like it's like yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. like you hit up you hit fifty episodes, so fuck you now. Blah. Yeah, it's like it, it, what it is is it's you hit your one year, so let's go ahead and give you all the same problems that plague <laughs> it's Christmas in month tw- you know thirteen. That's exactly. Thirty year old cereal. It's damaged our brains. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it, it is. Maybe that's we what got, it is. We got poisoned by the the Batman cereal. So, so sorry, everybody. We uh, started just for a second, but now we're back. Hey, Study boys in the chat. Brian Rainey, Steve the Technophile, Denny McGuire, Heather Bradshaw, Matthews Nerdy Nation. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Thank you, everybody, for joining. No. Thank you, despite our technical difficulties, for 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 joining us back. Like I said, we have done this fifty two times now. You you wouldn't think so. 53 technically <laughs> yes 53 yes <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll always have the lost episode 50 52.1 52.1 <laughs> i almost yeah. feel like saving it just so that way we have it from like now on like it's 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 automatically there like it, we it, have it to just, have just change the episode number yeah like we yeah. are a, a continuous podcast where we have point we, we have sub episodes we're like version control. We're like episode fifty-two point one point zero zero one. It's like Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. Kingdom, one Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. We can't keep up. We can't keep up with Kingdom Hearts naming. Like, yeah. it's impossible. It, like, is Larry it because Leary isn't here? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's probably it. You know, it's like a we we curse ourselves when one of us is gone. Yeah, Leary is off having the time of his life. Yesterday, he he went to a Vanilla Ice concert, which was completely epic. Uh, oh, he he got up right I, up in the, front. Too. I love his picture from that. I forgot that that was Vanilla Ice weekend. Yes, it was, that was. Oh, it I'm was Ice. picture on his Instagram with like this awesome neon sign behind. Uh, vanilla Ice, and you know he's holding the mic, singing. It looks awesome. Oh, it's a great photo. I can comment an epic photo, but you know what? Us liking it is is no big deal. You know who liked that photo? Vanilla Ice himself. Ooh, I know. I saw that. That's so cool. Wait, so I just pulled it up. Larry, did you go to White Castle before or after the concert? Well, here, here, I'm, here. One second. Let me let me show everybody what we're talking about. Give me give me one second. Let's bring up Larry's. Let me let me let me. Let me bring it up real quick. Larry's in the chat. What's up, Larry? Hey, hey. Admiral Funko, what's going on? Thanks for joining. Hello, hello. Or as Larry would say, hey, hey. We build a podcast, a $5 million podcast. We could rebuild him. We, we can make him stronger. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to see the photo here? Let me let me, let me pull it up. Let me let, if you can Larry see it. Larry says he went to White can you see it? this morning. There you oh, go. yeah. There's that. Look at that photo. Look at that right photo. Look at that. That's not an awesome photo. Right up front, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla Ice right there. 
like I said, liked by Vanilla Ice himself. Like I said, I love the angle he had on this one too. Oh, like and, said, that, and that neon sign is placed perfectly. It's perfect. Like, look at this. This thing is for this thing is freaking awesome. So see, so I do have to say that this this does appear to be hip hop Vanilla Ice, not heavy metal Vanilla Ice, right? It yep. looks like hip hop. It's the hip hop version. Yeah, from okay. the from the, the sound clip dances. and the little recording, it it, sound, it sounded like hip hop Vanilla Ice. Yeah. So that that works because you know. I like me some go ninja go ninja go vanilla ice. <laughs> no, it's it's it was like I said it was an epic, absolutely epic like photo. Like I said, like, you can you could, like I said you couldn't have asked for more. Like I said, I had to say epic pick, just because like I said it is completely epic. Yeah, yes. you do need to follow Larry Matthews organization. If you guys aren't following Larry on Instagram, follow him. He's got a great account. Yeah, let me. So what else has been so Larry has obviously had a, a busy week. What else has been going on, guys? This has been uh, a pretty amazing week. Amazing. It, it, it very amazing. Yes. Spider-Man PS4 came out. Uh and we've been playing it. We're gonna talk about it here in a second. But you know what me though? Jeremy, what? To commemorate Amazing Spider-Man coming out, I did something a little crazy. Oh man. Let's yeah. This is pretty awesome. You got to tell us about. This. Didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't we show you this? Okay, so yeah, you know what? Show it up. Let's show uh up. Let, let's go ahead and and chill this out real quick. Uh, so to celebrate Amazing Spider-Man coming out, you know what? Yeah. Let's permanently put the Spider-Man logo on my body. Uh, so uh, I, I've wanted this for a while. It's basically a graffiti uh, Spider-Man logo tattoo. So you know what? I got the Spider-Man logo on my leg. From, like I said, this uh, awesome tattoo artist, Jason Ballard, from Inkenstein Tattoo in Glendale, Arizona. This thing was freaking awesome. So, I am super happy to have it. Like I said, the Spider-Man logo is now permanently a part of me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it came out great. I like the, uh, we were talking about, you know, the different colors he used for the fade. Looks great. I know you're a huge Spider-Man fan, too, so. I am a huge Spider-Man fan, so now it is permanently a part of my body. Nice awesome so brian rainey says it looks badass well thank you brian like so that's he, he would be correct yeah it, well like i said it was like i saw i wanted a spider-man logo but then i also kind of like the graffiti look too so i'm like it's the perfect mixture of, of, of both and so the guy did a really good job at it like i said plus like I said the color fade on it like i said i i couldn't have asked for for a, for a better tattoo so if you happen to be in arizona Definitely check out Inkenstein Tattoo Company. Uh, I said it's in downtown Glendale. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome shop. Jason Ballard, like I said, he's a cool guy. Definitely check out his work. Uh, you can go to InkensteinTattoo.com to go ahead and check that out as well. Nice. Awesome. Don't show the logo, Jeremy. Uh, uh, here, uh, here is the here's the logo. So, so here's here's the the actual official logo. So let me hold the sticker there. If you can see Ooh, it. I like that logo. Uh, and then, like I said, this is like the the text logo. So. Uh, definitely check out Inkenstein Tattoo. Nice, super cool, cool shop. Congrats on the tattoo, man. Thanks, man. Like I said, it's uh, it's it's uh, like I said, it was it was pretty cool. Like I said, it was um, I was super excited to get it. Like I said, and it just so happened to work out perfectly with the launch, <laughs> launch of Spider Man PS4. Yeah, yeah. So we, so we talked about Spider Man PS4. I know all of us have spent quite a bit of time on the the game here so definitely uh, uh, what i want to do is just go ahead just go one by one let's give just first general like if you could sum this up like one sentence what is your guys what do you guys think of the game 
then we can go into yeah we'll go into the you know more specific stuff afterwards but let's just amazing. do a quick amazing okay so nate nate's got the one word out amazing i'm gonna go ahead and add another one spectacular Ooh, Ooh. we got jeremy i'm gonna go ahead and add another word ultimate Ultimate. Oh, we got Ooh. all the comics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was smooth. Jeremy, I'm glad. I was trying to actually think. I was like, outside of amazing and uh, <laughs> spectacular, I don't know which one's superior. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, superior, I mean, but I'm yeah. like, you know what? I had to go ultimate. You gotta go the ultimate one. Right? Gotta go you the ultimate one. The bases, you know? So, yeah, well, no, you I, can tell we all love Spider Man. And this game is such a. Uh, God, it's it's so awesome. It's like the Batman Arkham games. And I know I'm going to do my comparisons later on, but it feels like Spider-Man. Just from the opening scene, the epic music, you know, it's got that Marvel feel to it. Um, I'll let you guys talk too, but I've been loving it so far. So the one thing I, I really like is Peter Parker in this one. You could tell is kind of, they took inspiration from all the different Spider-Mans that they had or that have been out there that, that we've all seen to make his version. So you can see a little bit of like, oh, like a little bit of the Tom Holland Spider-Man, a little bit of Tobey Maguire. Like you can actually feel like that's a weathered Spider-Man that's kind of almost been in the shoes of all those different uh, characters that we've seen before. Dude, you, you point out something awesome. It's This is not like an origin story. I was kind of afraid like, oh, no, not another origin story. We've seen that so many times. Right. I love how they start out with Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man's already, you know, been doing it for a while. You're just kind of picking up, you know. Yeah. So at some point. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, well, this one is what six years. Eight I years, think, right? Eight, he's eight, Spider-Man he's for, for six eight, years. Eight, eight years. Eight years at this point in eight time. Years. Yeah. Because uh, I was, I had, I before it launched, because I was like, I was like a kid before Christmas. I'm like, I had to, I watched the whole E3 event with Spider-Man again, uh, and just watch them talk about it. And I like, say, yeah. So at this point in time, he's been. He's been Spider-Man for eight years, so he's basically a more mature Peter Parker. He's been Spider-Man for a while. He's comfortable in his moves. And kind of to your guys' point, like I said, just the initial when you put it in the when you put it in the game, like I said, you automatically get that feel like, you know what, I'm about to go on, I'm about to take on something epic. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, just that that initial scroll of like even like literally, even I, I still didn't skip it, even though I, I've, I've played it a couple times. Said you know th- today, like I haven't skipped past it once. Where like the Insomniac logo comes up, and, the, and, the, and I said, and the Marvel logo comes up, just because I'm like I love hearing that music, and like I said, it, it gets you pumped for what you're about to do. Well, yeah, just the, that Insomniac logo where it webs part of the O, mm-hmm. right for Insomniac and kind of like brings pulls it, it back in, yeah, and brings it yeah. together is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And it, it has that Marvel kind of music, that like epic kind of lead up, like dun, dun, dun. And then it starts and you just take over Spider-Man and you start swinging through the city. Let's talk about the web slinging through the city. Oh, the traversing. Oh, oh my God. The best web system ever. Seriously. People talked, people talked about the old, you know, what was it? PS2 Spider-Man 2. Yes. Uh, as the best version of it. This beats it by far you yeah. feel comfortable it's fluid in the city it feels huge yeah. because of it yeah. you know you're going through you get to see the city you know from the top almost the whole time no. so as you're traversing through yeah. it you know you're you're finding like oh i'm gonna go to that building so i can do like a, a left turn or something yeah. 
it, what it I makes like, it such a vertical no, game. To your to your point though, like I said, I, I think the thing I like about it so much is you literally you can go from the top of a building to the bottom to the street level. Like I said, in just like one fluid movement, and then yeah. like I said, you can literally swing so low down, or you can gain so much air. Like I said, it's just it. It I think what it feels like to me is the first time you saw Spider-Man swinging in the original Sam Raimi's the first Spider-Man. Like so when. I said when he uh, so at the end of the movie when he's swinging through like said the city and he and he hops up on the the World Trade Center like that like I said it just it reminds me of that scene so much where he's like doing the flips through the air and yeah. well yeah and it's it's not just just not just swinging from building to building it has like abilities that you can do so I can you know do a point shot and pull myself to something and then use that as right. propulsion to jump off to go somewhere else like it's so fluid like Jeremy was saying I can go into a dive if I want to to gain some speed. Uh, it, it provides a lot of options just getting yeah. around the city. The one thing I was worried about is the fact that they kept it true to you have to have something to grab onto mm -hmm. in the game to be able to swing. So if you go above the building level, you can't the, the, it shuts off that swing mechanic. I thought like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to hate that because there's going to be there's parts like going through Central Park. I was like, oh, I'm going to hate that. But there's trees that you can jump up and do the like you said where you can pull forward and pull yourself forward so you can still traverse very fluidly and quickly even when there's not a building around and once you gain that height you can use it to you know the wall running or yeah. um you know different no. abilities at the higher level no, scott to your point though like i said that's another thing like this is awesome not only can you crawl on the walls like typical spider-man you can run like you can, yeah, you can book run. it up these walls like and yeah. and when you're swinging through the city you could actually you basically you can swing and actually run and swing on the side of these buildings at the same point in time like it's such a fluid amazing motion uh yeah so, i can spend hours Literally just swinging around the town. Oh, and that's, that's literally what I've done for the last two hours. That's the thing. You can have so much fun because you can either have like, there's almost like an autopilot mode, which is just holding down the R trigger and he'll interact with environments. You know, he'll keep going, but right. you can customize it if you want to and say, hey, okay, I want to turn left. So I'm going to do this like quick move to the, to the left or if I want to, you know, go down a little bit lower. So you can have full control or you can kind of let it just autopilot for you. Well, and to your point, Everything's done off of one button, right? R2, mm -hmm. right? You hold R2, that's the swing button. If you keep holding down R2, when you hit the side of the building, he'll start running on the building or running sideways, depending on which way your momentum is going. Right. So as the player in the game, you don't it's not a complex system. If you want to go faster, you can, you know, obviously you can hit the button to jump off the swing and you know, at what point the arc tells you, you know, do you want to hit speed or go higher? But it's so just like fluid is the best way I can say it. Like, cause it's just one yeah. button. So as you're going through, Oh, I've run out of space, hit the wall and run across the building and you don't have to touch any other buttons than what you were already holding down. Yeah. It's incredibly it's really nice. No, well it's, yeah. it's the, the, the little things too. like, so for example, like, for like, for like Scott, you brought this up too. Like I said, you have to have something to, to zip on to basically to grab onto in order for, in order for web swing. I actually spent so much time at the top of the buildings just kind of perfecting my, you know what, if I'm at the very top, I said, what, what can I do to swing through that? Like, I found 
basically a way where you can basically you know those water towers that are in the game you can actually swing basically traverse your way through the basically the pillars of the water tower and like i said doing that like i said doing that move and like basically flipping through there and flipping out it's so much fun to do just because i'm like you know what that's a move spider-man would do and it looks totally badass when you're doing it you just feel so cool man i am spider-man right now this is awesome have either of you guys gotten the skill where you can do the midair tricks yes yes Okay, because I spend a lot of time just doing that, just going, getting really high, and then doing like the helix, like spins, yeah, and like the the flips and stuff, like because that is something that you know, like that to me, that's something Spider Man would do when he's just swinging through the town. He would start doing just random tricks, you know. And, yeah, I love the detail they put into that because that is a pivotal thing about Spider Man that you want to have right is the web swinging because you know that's how he gets around. It makes it. Makes it fun because you're like, okay, this feels like Spider-Man because I can, I can use it in battle if I want to. You know, I can traverse throughout the building just to get away from enemies, then come down and smack me in the face, then go swing around again. I mean, it makes the whole battle system vertical, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, and it gets you thing is, I bring up Spider-Man Two, right? That was the, the one of the last games that had good web swinging. If you want your game to be memorable that's the key point to be like that's going to make or break your spider-man game yeah it's it's the it's the web swinging like that's the 100 main point of the game that needs to be right yeah i totally agree no well and, uh, nate to your to your point too like involving that in the combat literally makes the combat that much more fun because i i literally found myself so like you know what Right when I'd go into a crime scene, you know what? I'd swing right over the crime scene and just like free fall. And then I said, hit the triangle so I can freaking knock out a guy right away. But then I'd climb back up the wall and they, and then I'd literally start to web them up, you know, pull them up, swing them around, you know, throw out, throw environmental pieces around. Speaking of that, like I said, too, like I said, how awesome is it to interact with the pieces of the environment where you can basically interact with those like shelves or those barrels or anything else and then use those to your oh. advantage? So I love that. That aspect of the combat is amazing. Is the fact that you can grab like a manhole cover and use it as a weapon, you know, like a big giant yo-yo basically swinging around the battlefield and the fact that some of those bigger enemies you have to stun them with something. Right. To to be able to fight them and those guys, you know, the the weapons in the environment are the perfect thing for that. Yeah, and you know, I'll call it out and I said this already, but it, the combat is very much like uh, the Batman Arkham games, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It feels like an evolution of that system. Yeah. Because was... Spider-Man can do things that Batman can't. And well, just... they utilize that so well in the variety, you know, and what you're able to do in combat. So Batman had, like, gadgets, right? And, right. and that's to, to your point, Nate, I'll, we'll, I'll bring this up, Mike. But it was something that never really felt like super, like, that you could just use really easily in those fights i know that you know you can throw the batarangs and stuff it's true it was always an afterthought it was an afterthought it's like oh i could have gelled the ground and like bombed it or whatever but like you always thought like oh i'm just gonna fight these guys with spider-man i am actively looking for like ways to use the webs like if i know i knock somebody on the ground the first thing i do is i start mashing r1 to web that guy because i know I didn't knock him out, but I got him down to where I can web him to a wall or to the floor and take him out of the fight. 
Yeah. And at some point, it's almost like the symphony where you're just trying to look really cool. So I've gone through the moves list and tried to find like connecting moves that look cool together, you know, and and that's the thing. It's got like its own moves list. So the com the combat, you can make it simple if you want, or you can make it very complex and, you know, switch it up throughout the fight, which actually makes it so much more fun because yep. it adds a certain layer of difficulty within the fighting in itself. No, like I love, like I said, Nate, you said it perfectly, making it look like a symphony. Like, I love going in there, trying to basically make the coolest looking fight possible. Like, if I slide yeah. underneath someone's legs, you know, attack them from behind, jump up, and basically rip their guns. Like, honestly, my favorite power right now is literally, like, so when the guys have, like, the rocket launchers, when you can yeah. basically throw the rocket out of the air and then swing it around and, like, sh and then whip it back at them. Back yeah. uh, like, it's... It's like I said, it's a symphony. Like it's it, the, the, all the fighting mechanics work so well together. Where it's, so, it's, it's like I said, it's just very, very fluid. Right. I, I do have one complaint about the combat, though. What's and that? this, it, this is really petty, but it's dumb. Dodge is uh, circle. Every other fighting game of the sense, it's triangle. So for me, <laughs> I always hit the the wrong button every time. Like, I wonder if you could remap that just for yourself. I, I'm sure I'm gonna have to, but it's one of those things where like I've been playing so many of the, the the open world like well I'll call them the Arkham esque like combat games, and it's always triangle is the the dodge or counter, you know. And in this one, it's circle, so I'll I'll find myself like slamming triangle and getting hit because I'm like God, I hit the wrong goddamn button. Yeah. It's nothing on Insomniac, honestly. It's it's legitimately like a little. Uh, just personal complaint, but it's something that bugs the living hell out of me. I, no, see, I'm I'm that same way. Like, especially like when I'm if I like go between games like Assassin's Creed or like some some other game like that. Like, no, I, Scott, I know exactly what you mean. So if the, if that fighting mechanic or that one that one button is different, like it's just basically mapped to a different location. I'm like, uh, I'm like I suck at it for like the the first like like few minutes playing the game, just because I'm still in the mindset of the other game I played. Yeah, yeah I still I'm I'm a good like 15 hours into the game, and I probably. It, still like within the last like 10 minutes have hit triangle trying to dodge shit like it is not something i'm getting used to very easily yeah when the combat in itself um is not necessarily easy per se it takes some finesse to get used to like i was playing last night and then whoever might have joined there are some moments where i was failing on the combat like i just wasn't making it work and then you start realizing okay i need to be more vertical i need to pay attention more to the guys with weapons like you got to pay attention to your surroundings and the different enemies that you're interacting with to really make the combat work yeah i mean spidey has a spidey sense right like use it like pay attention to all the different cues that it gives you because well, once you get that down you can go through massive fights without yeah. getting touched it's that right? and then using like so, like so one thing we, we haven't touched on and i want to touch on it now is the suits so basically there's so many different suits that you can use in this game but using the actual mechanics of the suits to your advantage as well like so for example oh, yeah. if you're running low on health like so there's a suit that basically can boost your health up a little bit while you can use your focus or like i said you can go you can look at you can actually you can we got the so me and nate we I got, got the, it as well oh you got you got it as well uh so we got the, the deluxe the pre-order suits the, 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 the pre-order oh, suits yeah, yeah. um yeah so with, uh, like I said, where you get the iron spider, where you can actually use the iron spider legs to basically toss enemies and, 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 and juggle them and stuff like that. So you can, but the, the, cool, the cool thing is, so for example, say if you want that, those iron spider legs on a classic Spider-Man suit, 
you can do that. You see, you can, you can yeah. basically swap these suit powers into your other suits that you own, which is kind of so, you can basically kind of make your own Spider-Man like suit to basically fit your combat style. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then they have all the mods that you can build to you know you customize it even further. But yeah, it's it's kind of amazing that yeah each suit. I shouldn't say each suit. There is a couple that don't have any, you know, associated suit powers. Um, but each one has something different, and they are vastly different. Like right. the, the last one I unlocked had, uh, like, electrifies your fists mm-hmm. for a little bit. So when you use it, you can actually, like, electrocute, like, people, and it arcs. So it's really good for, like, when you're in a fight. You know, if you have a lot of guys, you can take them down really easily. But I, I don't like the suit it came with. So it's, yeah, I put it on. The, I like that white spider suit. So I actually, you know, move, adjust those around. It's an amazing system. The fact that you're not stuck wearing something you don't like just because it has a cool power. Yeah. I think that's always been kind of like a downfall in past games. You might just, you might not use a suit that looks cool, but just because you don't like the abilities that it provides, you're like, man, I, I wish that, you know, did this instead. But now this game is like, hey, you want to play as Iron Spider but still have the abilities of the, you know, the main suit for the game? You can do that. Um, so you can, it makes switching between suits like, you know, something that's just fun to do and not like a chore. Yeah. My favorite thing is the fact that the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming homemade suit has no associated power. It, it, it just kind of <laughs> digs home about the crappiness of that suit so well. Well, you have to get all 55 backpacks for that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one of the ones that you have to get the, yeah. the backpacks for. I'm working on that right now. So uh, k- kind of a cool thing, too. Like, and it's it's the little things that kind of matter in the game to me that like, that is kind of set it apart from every other game that's out there, too. Like, so, for example, if you change your suit, the cutscenes in the game will change the suit to match the suit that you're wearing. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's, like I said, it's such a small little detail but it's also that small little detail that makes me just that much more impressed that with even, this Insomniac game. Like I said, it's no matter what suit you're wearing or even the loading screen, it'll change the yeah, loading screen. Say, the loading screen aspect yeah. is what kills me. Yeah, is the fact that's that crazy. Whatever suit you're wearing, the Spider-Man in the loading screens wears that same suit. It's just all the fine details that make this game so good. So we haven't talked about this at all, but I, I, I want to give it credit. The story um, and the dialogue within the game in the lore of Spider-Man, if you know Spider-Man, you're going to be smitten as a fan because there are so many things like little hidden Easter eggs. And as you're, um, as you it's get the backpacks, yeah. you start unlocking things that are like little pieces of <laughs> Peter's backstory. I'm just saying like, man, this is like a love letter to Spider-Man. There's so many cool things. It really is. And I like how the fact it like it brings up characters that they'll mention like they mentioned doc connors a couple of times in the story as you know lizard but you're like well yeah do, and you're, are we even gonna see him like i don't think we are but the fact that there's people are talking about him and stuff is it's but, amazing and you work for Otto octavius i'm like yeah. That's Otto octavius holy crap non we'll say non so far in the story non doc ock right I, 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 well, and I think this this is also something else to point out in the game too. Like I said, this is its own individual story. They didn't base the story off of anything else no. that, that 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 currently exists in Spider-Man lore. And the reason why they did that is because they wanted the freedom to be able to do kind of whatever they wanted. And like I said, it's it's their own individual story. It's, it's not necessarily tied to you know one specific Spider-Man universe or the other. But I said, but there's nods to everything. Like so, for example, when you're swinging through New York. 
you can actually you you can see the Sanctum Sanatorum of Doctor Strange. You can see mm-hmm. the yeah, Avengers Tower. Um, Avengers Tower, yeah. But like I said, it's it's not necessarily like I said tied to like basically any one specific universe. It's basically just its own self-contained Spider-Man story with nods to all these other things that basically make you love Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Daily Bugle is there. I mean, there's so many key locations well, from and, Spider-Man lore. And I love JJ in this. Yes. Having the talk show. Like, I will legitimately just stop doing whatever I'm doing whenever <laughs> he, his little broadcast pop on just so I can, uh, you know, hear kind of his, his rants about Spider-Man and his conspiracy theories about the stuff you just did, which is amazing. Like, if you complete a side mission or go do like a little research thing he'll talk about it with somebody and like he'll come up with like oh spider-man's you know he's fixing these police towers or he's you know around these police towers i think he's putting up uh you know he's hacking in to steal all your information and it's this wonderful thing of like you know since he doesn't work for jj it's a great way to get him in the in the game and still have that that great interaction and the voice actor that they had for that does that amazing yeah he does sound i you know he sounds like iconic j jonah jameson yeah for sure and and can i just say um from now on in every animated version when they have older peter parker uh can we have yuri uh do the voice of that because i love him as spider-man yeah he does a really good job no he does he pulls off a great peter parker yeah. And, well, that, uh, that that just the, the funny the funny thing. There's there's actually humor in it too. Like honestly, when he talks about talks about being Spider Cop, like honestly, I just, start, I just started laughing because he basically he gets his voice all deep. Like this is Spider Cop springing through the spider cities. Cop. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Cop. Yeah, and that's you know that's another key thing too. You know, Spider Man's known for his comedy, and it comes out like really well in this game because he just comments on little things as he's going. And I, I also love that, like, when you're swinging through the city, you hear the police scanners. You can choose to interact and help, or you can choose not to. But it's always legitimately something going on when you hear about it. Like, hey, there's somebody robbing a bank. Okay, let me go see it. Yeah, there are guys robbing a bank. I can help it out. So, so this happened to me where I was going the wrong direction, and there was a car, like a stolen car, and I couldn't turn around, like, quick enough. And I, like, I, I, I was like, pitter patted or whatever and didn't go after the car and so it actually said like the car escaped right like it didn't just cancel it out like it was like the car escaped five minutes later they are on the thing and they had like jj was interviewing one of the the people and he's like yeah like spider-man was right there and didn't do anything about this car like it was so That's great cool. that they actually integrated that as like your successes and failures in the side missions are commented on by like the world out there and people on the ground will that if you just walk along the street will will talk about it yeah can we can we talk about something else here that just sets this game just amazingly like apart from any other game are you gonna bring up the finger guns no i was gonna bring up the graphics the graphics Uh on this game are the most i said they're amazing like i said it just you know what i I said i've wanted this game i said this game when they announced it i think it was like two years ago they announced this game um I'm like, man, it's two years? Like, really? You know what, though? I'm glad they took the time because this game is so polished. Yeah. And, like, so the graphics are just insane. Kind of setting it apart, too. So me and Nate, like I said, we went all out and we actually got 
the PS4 Pro bundle. So like so we, we so basically we got the actual Pro consoles. Uh, I said basically basically make this basically the most graphically intense game of all. Honestly, the console itself is sick with so with the with the Spider-Man logo. So Nate's holding up the box here. I'm gonna I'm gonna click on your camera nate and talk um so like i so said nate's holding up the box right there like i said look at that thing like, like how sick that is like i said you got the spider-man logo you get the red controller um honestly like i said me and nate needed new consoles because we both had launch edition consoles uh and it's like i said i couldn't have asked for a better better bundle um 4k wise because I, I said looking at my uh looking at my 4k tv with with hdr this thing it's freaking insane. Like I said, you can see the fabric weaving on the suit. You can see the pores on people's faces. Like, yeah. it's so incredibly detailed. It's amazing. Yeah, so I don't have a 4K TV yet. I have a 1080p, but this, you know, I, I wanted to get a pro because my old PS4 had issues, long story short. And this is just like, it, it's a beautiful console. Like, it, it really came out great. At first, I was a little worried because it had the glossy top. But now seeing it in person and having that, controller that goes with it it's such a cool bundle i'm so happy that i went through and got it but um but yeah even the the frame rate seems to be better from what i used to see the graphics are just this game it just looks beautiful and i don't know if it's just the game or seeing it on the the pro for the first time but it, it, it looks really really good i don't have the 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 pro and it looks gorgeous on the p just the regular ps4 so yeah. it, and i haven't seen any real issues like frame rate wise like any major drops or anything like that yeah so we we've gone on with this but i let me ask this has anybody had anything negative about the game like is there anything you guys have found that you're like ooh, don't really like that hmm yeah i mean it's, it's hard to find something to gripe about to be honest with you um not really i mean what do you think jeremy i actually all my all my nitpicky stuff is just stuff that I just have to get around and change my style with. So it's not even yeah. like necessarily something like like I have to that I actually like. Oh, this game is terrible because of this aspect, that right. aspect of the other. Um, right. I, I I like the upgrade system. Um, I like the. Uh, honestly, okay. Here, I, I know one thing. Honestly, the the one thing I don't like is. I know you have to have mini games and puzzles and stuff like that. Honestly, the Auto Octavius mini games—that's probably my only like small little gripe. Um, oh, and the the things in his office. Yeah, the circuit things. <laughs> the circuit things, like I said, that's yeah. to get the upgrade tokens and stuff like that. Like, uh, like that's the only thing that Mike. You know what? That's a, such a small little gripe. But honestly, it's not even that big a deal. It's just, it's just I I hate mini games like that. It's just like uh, playing Glint in in Witcher. I hate playing Glint in Witcher. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, a ne- it's a necessary part of the game though. <laughs> like it's so, and so I have two, two complaints. One thing is that there's a lot of like QTEs, like you get used to them, but I, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, yeah, if, like, you, if, yeah. If, if the thing is like to like, one of the things is cars crash and sometimes people, you have to like save them from the car. Why do you make me mash the button to lift the damn car? Spider-Man can lift 10 tons. A car is nothing. Like yeah. just have him hit, have him me hit the button, have him flip the damn car. Well, there's that yeah, there's that crime that you solve, and it's usually like um, burglars running away in a car. So you have to rip them out of the car, and then the last thing you have to do on those missions is to stop the car safely. Yeah, and you have to button mash. But yeah, to Scott's point, 
Spider-Man's already super strong, so why do I have to show that he's struggling to do this? Because we know that he can. Yeah, like there's there's no point for it other than the fact that they thought, you know what, we're going to need a QTE. This this part has to be interactive somehow. Now, to get around that, they do have the auto QTE mode, right, where you can actually go and turn off the QTEs. So I will give them credit for adding that in. But the just the fact that those showed up or that those are needed, it does kind of like it, it, it's just disappointing that they added that many in. Yeah, I agree. Well, luckily, like I said, my, to that though, like I said, my, I said, luckily though, like I said, they're you you know when they're coming. Like I said, you like I said, you know, like you know what? If I'm doing a car chase, I'm gonna have a QTE. Or I said, if I'm, if I'm yeah. doing this, I'm gonna have. A, luckily, I said in in just general combat, they're not there. Yeah, and, no, and I, exactly. It's I, not a, an all the time thing, but it's often enough in missions that you're like, dude, this is enough. Um, other than that, there has not been any real nitpicky things that or i should say anything that's not nitpicky right like to jamie's point there's been a couple of times like i found where i'm swinging and like a car turns a corner and it messes up the animation because i slammed into the side of a car yeah. uh, but other than that like i haven't really found anything major that that really burns me uh, you know uh, we'll eventually have to have this i think uh me and one of our other listeners chris madden need to have a discussion about open world games at some point here very soon um and so there, there's some tropes that they use in this one for those open world things that are kind of getting old, but they're not anything that take me away from the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I see where you're going. You know, there's been a lot of open world games and you get that kind of same formula and it feels like, okay, this game is never going to end. Witcher 3, even though I love it, it's so long that when you get to the towards the end game, you're like, man, I've been doing the same stuff for this whole game. I'm more than 100 hours into it. Like, this is just getting old. But I got to say, playing Spider-Man feels fresh to me. It feels like a new kind of open world game. And it's one of those, it's one of the few games that I've played in in a while that I'm legitimately excited to boot up. Like, I'm I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this for a while because I want to have some fun. Um, There's enough good about the game that, um, you know, it kind of outweighs those open world tropes that, yeah, the QTEs are there. But they're not overloaded. They're kind of just for the story. Right. Um, but other than that, like you guys said, there's not a whole lot of gripes that I have. I'm really loving it. So so let's go through here in true STS guys fashion. Let's get ready for the uh, the argument here, potentially, <laughs> uh, that we always have. Out of five, what do we rate Spider-Man? Go, Scott. Oh, dude, this is a, a another five out of five. Yeah, five out of five. I don't, I don't, yeah. no brainer. Five. A five. Five. This has got to be the best game of 2018 I've played so far. Oh, see, that's that one's hard because for me, God of War, I think, was my favorite. I Dude. it's I, Maybe once I play through this one and actually get all the way through the story, I'll change my mind. But so far, God of War still, for me, God of War still has a little bit of an edge to it. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to ignore that God of War was an amazing game and I loved it, but this is scratching a different kind of itch for me. And maybe it's just the comic lover in me, but I just love playing this game. I have such fun no. just listening to the story and the lore and no, I, like, I, Oh yeah, I know what they're talking about. You know, I, I'm the, I'm the same way. Like the God of War was, was a great game and graphically it was awesome too. Like I said, it's just, I think the thing with God of War with me, it's just like, to Nate's point. I think it's a different type of, it's such a different type of game. And I, I, I think, I've been looking forward. I think it's, it's the spider. Like I said, Spider-Man just, I, I 
I get enjoyment. Except, except this is not that I'm getting enjoyment out of out of uh, God of War and stuff like that. I literally can sit there and web swing for an hour and yeah. literally go around and do stuff, and I'm literally perfectly content. With God of War, like I said, I have to be doing a mission, or I have to be doing a quest, or I have to be doing something in order, basically, to me, me personally, getting enjoyment. Basically, traversing the world of God of War was honestly kind of tedious for me sometimes, especially when you're going through from destination to destination on the lake. Like I said, that to me, like I said, okay, okay, enough rowing the goddamn boat. Like it's like, let's yeah. just let's just get let's just get there already. Or like I said, they 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 were creative the way that they did fast travel. I said, and basically having that, that little side realm, but like I said, it's just, even that got a, a little old after a while, but like I said, it's just in between the missions. Like I said, I can literally just traverse the city and you know, I can go like from place to place and still have enjoyment out of that. And I'm almost having just as much fun with that as I am actually doing the mission itself. Yeah. yeah. I'll get, I will give you that. Like the, just the ability to just sit down and travel and like, just have no purpose, just. I'm just gonna swing around because I'm fucking Spider Man. Yeah, you can it's swing amazing. around. You can fight. You can you can fight crime. Like it's yeah. just, you can if, be. If you, you can guys, literally be Spider Man. Yeah, if you guys haven't gathered already, all three of us love this game. Don't oh. don't hesitate. Go out and buy it immediately. We've talked about it for 40 minutes and how much we love it. All right. So, so. speaking of this game, I said after after the podcast today, I will actually be doing a live stream of this game. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on. I said we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna shoot some webs. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up some bad guys. We're gonna do some missions. We're gonna traverse the city. Like I said, we'll we'll, we'll have some fun with this. Yeah, Thanks. buddy. So stay tuned after the podcast, guys. Jeremy's going right. live, and I'll probably be going live tomorrow. Uh, an extended live stream. So I'll be doing that because I plan on playing this all day tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that was my day today. So speaking of badasses, so Spider Man is a badass. Yeah. This is a good segue. This is a good segue. Speaking speaking of badasses, Spider-Man's a badass. You know who else is a badass? Jack Ryan. Wait, Um, are you talking about Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan? Are you talking about Ben Affleck, Jack Ryan? No. I'm talking about John Krasinski, Jack Ryan. Wait. Amazon Prime, Jack Ryan. You mean the guy from The Office? Yes. The guy from uh, The Quiet Place? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, here's here's it's here's what's crazy. Here's what's nuts. I had like okay expectations for the show. I'm like, you know what? It's Amazon, so I know they threw a ton of money at it, and this this that and the other. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Jack Ryan on Amazon, you need go to go ahead. watch this show. This Do show now. This like, show, hey, like, stop listening to us and go watch that show. Yeah, this show is amazing. Um, like I said, I'm surprised. Like I said. I know there's been a few articles about it. I'm surprised there's people, not more people blown up about this show. This show is amazing. It literally makes 24 look like a piece of dog shit. Like, yeah, yeah. no. Really, really it, well done. It, it's like it, if you took 24 and made it believable. Yeah. It, yeah like, that's, 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 that's the best way to put it, It's Scott. the best way to put it. Like, everything that happens in the show, in every set, you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's a realistic way that that could happen. And like, mm-hmm. oh. Like, they're using, like... SIM cards is a way to spoof bank numbers and like get money and like yeah and I think oh that's really cool that they have like all these things thought out and like they're approaching like the terrorist attacks with like purpose and you understand like motivations in this versus it just being like all right this guy's a bad guy because that he said they bombed his country like no you like see what everyone goes through to get them to that point of being like the terrorist 
yeah, the the acting's really on point, which makes it a great show because there's one thing I hate is like, you know, crappy acting, but they really did well with the casting. Uh, we were talking about the guy that plays his boss. What's his name, guys? Greer. Greer. Yeah, he's a great character in the show. And I haven't got as far as Jeremy and Scott, but I definitely plan on finishing it because that first episode really hooked me. Well, uh, it's really well done. The, the one thing you get to see, because like I said, and, and I said, and a lot of people, like I said, don't like I said if you don't know who Jack Ryan is like I said Jack Ryan is like I said it's it's basically the the main uh, protagonist of basically Some all of, of all fears of, of Tom of Tom Clancy basically of Tom Clancy fame uh, so it's not Jack Reacher that crappy fucking you know Tom Cruise movie Tom Cruise um, so so people always talk about the uh, connected universes Tom Clancy had that shit locked down in like the eighties and yeah. early nineties. And yeah, Jack Ryan is a major reoccurring character for him who's been in, God, I think it was like 15 or 20 books. Yeah. It's... I think that he's like been like the main person in and even more than that, that he shows up in. Yeah. It's like I said, he's been played by so many different iconic actors. Um, but like I said, in, in this specific role, why this one's super neat is you actually get to see basically the foundations of what makes Jack Ryan turn into like a badass. Like yeah. he, so for, for those of you who don't know the story of Jack Ryan, but he basically starts off as basically an intelligence analyst and that's literally his job. He's basically follows money trails. He analyzes data basically for, for, for the CIA. And that's what he does. Um, yeah, he has his PhD in economics. Yeah. He's I mean, l- literally thrust into by accident into field work um, basically, by following basically this initial mission, that basically gets him gets him uh, out basically out in the field, and this is basically is the foundation for basically what branched off into all these other movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's what Hunt for Red October, Some of All Fears, Clear and Present, Clear and Present Danger, Clear and Present Danger. He's been was it Patriot yeah. Games too? Like Patriot yeah, Games, yeah. Too. Even if you say, no, I've never seen Jack Ryan, you probably have seen Jack yeah. Ryan and you didn't realize it was Jack Ryan. No, exactly. Nate, you yeah, took I the words was... right out of my mouth. Like, Yeah, that was Jeremy said that to me and I remember that like hit home. I'm like, you know what? He's right. I've seen all these movies and I didn't yeah. realize that was Jack Dude, Ryan. Uh, yeah, Jack Ryan was, you know, like I said, Hunt for Red October. Alec Baldwin, right? Was Jack Ryan. Yeah, which I had no idea until you, you guys told me that. I'm like, oh, I have I mean, seen Jack Ryan. So come on. I mean, Chris Pine recently played him. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean, the, and the character is like just a believable character. That in the movies, I think they didn't get that whole setup done right. Whereas this one does set it up. Like you start to learn, like you know, like you see, like oh, he's that former marine, and he has all like here's his like normal like U.S. life, and then he goes overseas and you can see that like he's still learning but he gets that point of like oh this is not a person that could f- you know fist fight anybody and win like this is a guy that gets his ass kicked yeah. but he has you know, his like, struggles yeah uh, and i think you guys said that perfectly i think that's why i kind of like the show a little bit better because he doesn't start as a badass like there's that scene in the first episode spoiler alert where he gets his ass kicked but then he has a creative way of getting out of it yeah um, you know so you can kind of see in the making like okay this he's, guy is going to turn into a badass. I, I think they play on his smartness versus his like more action heroy nature. Yeah, no, for this like perfect the character point. you see is an intelligent person, and how would a person that basically 
is in control of the situation handle it when it gets out of control yeah he's not gonna hulk smash his way out of there he's gonna yeah. be smart about it no right perfect perfect point well then like i said and i know a lot of people like I said the articles that i did read were were very nervous about john krasinski playing jack ryan like oh the guy from the office like oh like really like they're the thing I said, I wasn't worried in the least bit. And for the simple fact of, so there's a movie, there's a Michael Bay movie so out there, uh, 13 hours, 13 hours. Um, yeah. Where he's, where he's a badass. He's a badass in 13 hours. Uh, and then literally I said, I'm like, it's, I think literally if I had to pick, like I said, uh, Jack Ryan, I could literally totally see him in that movie, 13 hours, basically as John Kirsten playing that soldier in 13 hours. Uh, so 13 yeah. hours for those of you who don't know, it's like, it's that Michael Bay movie about the the taking of the embassy in Benghazi. Uh, right. Like I said, it's crazy action blown. Like I said, it's actually a Michael Bay movie that I can watch. Um, it's yeah. where all it's the explosions. The only one that I enjoy watching. Yeah, it's, a, it's all the explosions and all the different things in it. Like I said, it actually make it actually makes it worth watching. So, uh, yeah, so even it, though he hasn't done a whole lot, like I already was going into it. I'm like, I already like John Krasinski as an actor, so it's going to be easier for me to watch this because I just enjoy watching him already. But I, for whatever reason, like the way that they set him up in the movie, you root for him. Like you immediately like him as a character, like, and you want him to to succeed. And I think it's because he's not this director or leader of a group of CIA group. He's just this dude that has a PhD in was it economics, economics right? Yeah. Like that works for the CIA, trying to figure out like money trails for people. And gets caught up in some crazy shit and kind of goes off on, you know, how does, you know, how does he approach that? All right, so I love the characterization of it. Like it just, I resonate with it as like, oh, that could be anybody. That's the everyman hero that, you know, it's John McClane all over again. No, absolutely. So just to, just kind of give you guys a heads up to the success of this. Um, it's already been renewed and they're, they've already basically filmed half of season two already. Oh yeah, I know. Like I saw that they already had a bunch of casting, like cast listings already. Yeah. So for season two. So like some, some I pulled up an article just to kind of check the dates and stuff. Yeah. So basically, when season one was released, they basically were already a third of the way through the second season. Uh, That's awesome. Like I, I can't wait. Basically, to, honestly, I'm not even done with the first season yet. But I'm to know that basically that we're we're gonna get continued stories of, of Jack and Ryan, and I'm I'm glad basically. I think this works so much better as a TV show than it actually does a movie. Um, oh, 100%. Because yeah. I said it's got those 24-esque elements, but to Scott's point, it's a believable 24. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's not that cheesy 24 crap. It's actually like a really well-done show that sets up everything in a believable way. Yeah, and you have things where you're like, oh, like, why did this person do this? Like, especially like the the main, uh, Suleiman, the main terrorist plan, like, a lot of times they, he has his people do like some weird stuff, but you're like, why the hell would they do that? And then when it comes to fruition, you're like, oh, that That's makes a hundred percent sense yeah. as to why that would occur. Right. So, yeah. so one thing to notice, and so me, me, me and Scott warned Nate about this earlier. Uh, I said if you uh, are easily offended by certain things, there are a lot of boobies. <laughs> there, there's. <laughs> surprisingly a lot of boobs yeah in in this tv show i was surprised the first set surprised me because i was like oh them some boobies and my wife and daughter were in the room and i was like uh, i gotta fast forward these ones uh, what are you watching scott yeah, exactly but then was, like, so there's there's another it's, 
there's a scene that I was telling we were telling Nate about before uh, before the before the before the stream started. We're like, it's just it's just shocking to see it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole everything about the scene where it, that's the first one with boobs. The first time you see boobs in that episode is the weirdest like situation. I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but let me just say the whole time you're gonna be like, what the fuck is going on here? No, it's. I, I like that though. They're using that rated R rating. You know, it's good to see when you got a streaming service that is allowed to do that and has the rights to yeah. it. It's like just use it, man. Give us that content. I well, I I didn't expect. I honestly did not expect that. I thought like, because in one of the scenes, like I, this isn't gonna spoil it, but you do get to see like dudes get drone striked, right? Yeah. Like the bad guys are in Syria. They're gonna get a couple guys get just bombed with a drone. And I was like, all right, there's the rated R rating right there. It's the dude that just got turned into little, you know, terrorist giblets. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, there's drugs and sex and everything in it. You're like, oh, this is actually. No. I mean, honestly, it's real life. No. Like, it's literally, I said, it's an HBO esque, like, show. Like, you could, you, yeah. you could literally, I, I, said, I said, if it wasn't on Amazon, I could totally see this being on, on HBO. Well, right. but here's the thing. To, to so, Brian's point, though, Nate's going, give me them titties. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, here's, here, here's, here's the thing, though. Here's what's, here's what's, uh, here's what's amazing. So, what I think is, since Amazon was able to pull this off, it literally makes me, that I said I'm like you know what I was nervous about them basically doing a Lord of the Rings type show. I'm kind of excited to kind of see what they can kind of do with this now. Um, if they do a more like rated R Lord of the Rings like, yeah. tie in story, I would be all for it. This proves that they have good story writing. Yeah, so Amazon Studios produced something incredibly awesome. Yeah, like I said, they they don't they have had a couple like like hits, but they never they haven't been any like high dollar high budget hits. So like I said, there's Man in the High Castle, which is a great which is a great show, Amazon original. If you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. Uh, they've had Alpha Dogs. They've had a couple. Other, they've had uh, uh, that one with uh, Jeffrey Tambor yeah. in it. Uh, tra yeah, uh, transparent. Transparent. Um, transparent. This is a pretty good show yeah, actually. Yeah. But none of these like high dollar high production shows. Jack Ryan is a high dollar high production show. Literally, it really I, is. Like I said in the first episode, the guy gets freaking airlifted. Like I said from like I said, a chopper comes to a, a wedding to pick him up to basically take him uh, take him to an airport. Like it's. You could tell they've invested a ton of money into this. In San at San Diego Comic Con, there was an entire Jack Ryan experience that basically yeah. took over a, a part of San Diego where you could actually basically walk through, uh, like I said, the different aspects of basically the Syria village that that, that they uh, this takes place in. Um, yeah, you can definitely tell Amazon is trying to make the like this flagship series for them. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a huge property that right. they got. Like, like I said, there's been not one but several movies where this character has been the main person or one of the main characters in the movie. It's true. No, to I have his own series and it works. And it, I, I really think that character sets itself up for serialization, like in like a TV series, right? Yeah. It, it, and, it works so well as a well, series. Yeah. There's already so much content out there that you just branch off and go to different things. And, you know, you know, have changed the story. Like one season can be about this. Another season can be about another book. Maybe that was written and it's in, you know, Scott season. You need, you need to say what you said to us earlier. What's that? Uh, well, so we're talking about Spider-Man. We're talking about Jack Ryan. You need to say what you said earlier about 
I forgot what I said to you before the show. You're gonna have to say it for about me. uh. So basically, Scott was saying, you know what? I love you. Know, you've seen Scott just really oh, rule over oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So this is the the show. I, I yeah, there I you remember. go. Uh, <laughs> I remember what I said now. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think out of everybody, I've seen the most of the episode. You're, you're an episode. You're episode one episode ahead seven. of me. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm episode seven right now. I'm about halfway through it. Um, and, and this is the one thing is, I mean, with this and Spider-Man coming out, I started Jack Ryan on Thursday, right? Spider-Man came out yesterday. So I started Jack Ryan on Thursday. There's been several times where even though I was playing Spider-Man and, and enjoying the living shit out of the game, I stopped and turned on Jack Ryan to watch the show because I wanted to like, I was like, I got to like, I got to figure out where the story is going and what's going to happen in this. And I'm actually invested in that to the point where I'm like, I actually want to see. Not yeah, it. it's been a struggle for me today because I was playing Spider-Man for a while and I legitimately, I stopped. I'm like, all right, I got to watch Jack Ryan. And then I wanted to keep watching it. Yeah. Um, you, you know, what? it's like I'm, I'm having this struggle. Like I've got so much great things to choose from this weekend. Like what do I spend my time doing? So I, I will give one other great thing about Jack Ryan. It's eight episodes long. Mm-hmm. Netflix. Nice. Take Netflix, a Netflix, hear me. Yes. <laughs> Your one hour series. <laughs> Eight episodes, you can get a lot done in. HBO does it, and it works H- well. Yeah, eight episodes is perfect. The story is progressing at a great pace. The one issue I have with most of those Netflix series that are one-hour episodes, but they have 13 of them, is the pacing sucks. Yeah, you just kill us with content. Too much content. Yeah. This, this moves forward at the right pace. It doesn't have a lot of fluff. Like, if they show you a scene, there is a reason why that scene is in the episode. And I think what I think Scott's saying this well, um, what Netflix suffers from because of the length of the episodes and the amount of episodes they give us per season, you get this like unnecessarily filler crap that actually takes away from the show. You're like, I don't want to see this filler nonsense. Just get me back to the main story. It's like, what are you doing? I know we're going to end up probably talking about it a little bit next week because uh, there was good things this week to talk about. I did watch an episode of Iron Fist and immediately went back to uh, Jack Ryan. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we will talk about that next week just because yeah, Netflix. But let well, me just be, put it that way. Because it's it, the immortal Iron Fist. So, but, yeah, he, but he, here's the thing. I'm actually, I'm, of the hand. I'm, I'm looking, I'm actually, you know what? I'm actually going to watch it um, just because, like I said, I've read a couple things on it of people who finished it. And I guess it wraps up like incredibly well. Um, so I'm curious to see, like, so, you know what? And a couple of like trusted store, like sources that basically shit on it the first time. And they say, you know what? It redeems itself in the second season. And like I said, and it ends on a, on a high note. Like I'm actually, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm going to finish Jack Ryan first, but, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, well, then I'll got to watch Jack Ryan ahead of everything. But yeah, see, I, yeah, see, I'm setting up next week's episode right there. Yeah, Larry says that talk Iron, Iron Fist week be there. You want to talk about Iron Fist or how you love or hate the show? Yeah. Please join in. I am the immortal Iron Fist, protector of Kun Lun, sworn right. destroyer of the hand. Yeah, well, I heard that the first fifty times you said it, Scott. <laughs> I am the immortal. Iron oh Fist. well, we're only episode you. five, so I'm going to have to say it 113 more times. Nate, like I said, we, like I said, Nate Scott, like I said, I think it's about time that we wrap up. Like I said, we we've, so. we've been I going about I, an hour. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. 
Jeremy, are you eager to get to Spider Man? Because I know that's where you're I am a- actually eager to get Spider Man. Uh, so that's immediately what I'm doing when I shut off my computer. So Nate, since Larry is not here, the shill falls on you, my friend. <laughs> it does because I can't do it. Well, guys, if this is your first STS guys video, please make sure to sub to our channel. We got a lot of great content. Give us a big fat thumbs up if you like this video. Uh, check us out next week for next week's podcast. We always do them on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check us out on Instagram at STS Guys, on Twitter at STS Guys, Facebook at The STS Guys. And I have been Nate from the STS Guys. Shilling like a villain. Yes. Larry, you've taught me well. I know. Like I said, Larry, Larry would be proud. Like I said, I, said, I am very proud he's, of you. He's good in the job. chat. He better jump in and say, good job. Good job. Good I always job. hear Larry's voice in the back of my head when I'm saying that. I'm like, okay, what does he say next? <laughs> All right, guys. So for episode 52 of the yes guys <laughs> i have been jeremy hey guys it's been nate and i'm scott and we're the sts guys have a great night everyone thanks for tuning in <sighs> see you on spider-man go get go spider-man spider-man he's gonna do a live stream live stream spider-man spider-man go now